Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. Today's episode is another Just Us, and we are going to be talking about getting through the holidays. It's something that people are always stressed out about, regardless of even whether or not they're divorced. But Teach and I definitely have some experiences and some very specific thoughts to share. So thanks for joining us this time. Hey, everybody. This is definitely a pain point for so many of us going through divorce, and it's kind of like you build this whole idea in your head of what's going to go wrong or what's going to go right. And, you know, man plans and God laughs. So <laughs> it doesn't ever fit, really work out the way you plan, but sometimes it's better. And it's certainly, I feel like we work ourselves up so much. It's never as bad as we've created it to be in our heads sometimes. Like, I feel like I, I, I like stress and I'm going to feel this way and that way. And it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I, I just build up so much angst and then that's what ends up happening. But I just, I created it myself. Yeah. It didn't even have to be there. I think for a lot of holidays, people do that. Like, I, I mean, I think in generally, like there are so many holidays that are just overrated. We'll talk about our first New Year's Eve story in, in, a, in a second. But I, I think for me, like the, the situation with holidays, I mean, and I guess it's the same for anyone if you're divorced and you and you have children, the the times that you have the children, like that's great because then then you have the children. I mean, for me, I never had an issue with, oh my God, it's my first holiday alone with my kids. And now their dad isn't here. And maybe there were certain customs or traditions that we had done previously. And how is that going to be without the other parent around? For me, the worst part of holidays are I'm when I don't have my kids and then I'm just alone. And I'm, I'm really one of my biggest weaknesses, one of my biggest personal weaknesses is I, I really am not a person who's able to ask for help. I'm not able to ask for help. I'm not able to call people and say I'm alone for Thanksgiving. That's a bad example because I'm never alone for Thanksgiving, but I'm alone <laughs> for whatever this holiday is. Um, do you have a seat at the table? Like, I'm just never going to be that person. And those are times where I find it to be really hard. Certain Jewish holidays and certain holidays throughout the year, I'm lucky that I get my kids every Thanksgiving and my family takes a vacation. We take a trip together every Thanksgiving. So whatever misery happens over Thanksgiving has nothing to do with my divorce. <laughs> it's the infighting right. and the arguing amongst the 11 of us right. that are all together, but it is hard. And I just want to say for everybody out there, like if it is a holiday, then you don't have your kids around and, and it is lonely. Like or I feel if you don't have kids at all, or like, if you don't have kids at all, alone. right, yeah. right. Um, I feel your pain. I, I think it, it can be, it can be hard, but I would say the key is to try to plan as far in advance as you can so that you have something in already planned that you can do. I mean, I usually just invite myself to THs. So <laughs> I usually invite you before you invite yourself, but, um, I would say that for anybody who's the friend or family member of someone going through divorce, right. let them know there's a place at your table or yes. that there's always an invitation for them and remind them when it comes up, because you may have said, you know, you're always welcome to my house, but guess what? When Thanksgiving comes around and they haven't heard from you from a while, they might be like, oh no, I don't think I can go there. 
Yep. Remember to call them and say, by the way, I meant what I said, come over to my home. That's such good advice. I'm so glad you just said that. Cause I've had people who've said to me, you know, you're always welcome. And then when those certain holidays roll around, I'm like, I'm not calling them and asking if I can come. Right. And, and it is a humbling feeling. I do sometimes do that now. And, and, but there are certain people I'm comfortable doing that with. Right. And, and you always hope, or I always hope like someone's just going to ask me, right. But they don't because they're busy in their own lives. So I send a message to one or two other people. And I say, by the way, I don't have the kids. I'm alone this holiday. What are you doing? So like the guilt first, and then the question (laughs) next, and genius. you will be invited and you'll bring something good. So you know what? You have to do what's good for you. And if you know that being alone is not good for you, people aren't going to say no. If, if you know they're having people at their home, they're not going to say no to you joining. And yeah. if they do, then they're not really your friend, to be honest. That's true. And I would also say, I mean, one of the humbling things, I think, when it comes to divorce and particularly with the holidays, I mean, it does sort of... I don't want to say it shows you who your friends are because it's a, you can have friends that may not, well, yes and no. I don't think that the people that haven't invited me to their holiday dinners over the years means that they're not my friends. But I think that it really does kind of, let me, let me say differently. I think that it shows the need for when you are going through a separation or a divorce the effort that you need to make yourself to maintain contact with your friends and to make the effort to see them, to call them and to go out with them. Yes, there's a period of time. It's great if people are reaching out to you to see how you're doing because you're getting divorced. But as TH just mentioned, and as with anything in life, people are busy with their own lives and they may care about you and they may love you. But if you are never the one reaching out, then it, it, that, that will be reflected over time in your relationship. And you have to make an earnest effort to stay in touch with the people that are your friends so that when push comes to shove and you need them for a holiday or a time where you're feeling lonely, that you actually do have people to reach out to. And Um, and also different friends serve different purposes. So when I said that I send out that message, that's to maybe two other people other than Jessica. Right. I would not feel comfortable sending that out to, to the masses. And also, if I'm alone and I'm feeling a little uneasy, I don't really want to be in a place with, this is just for me, with someone who doesn't feel like family. You right. know what I mean? I don't want to get lost in their party. So you kind of have to figure out what your need level is. You know, do you need to be around people who feel like family or do you just need to be around a lot of noise? Do you need to be distracted or do you want to be part of a conversation? You know, you, do you want any focus on yourself? So I would think through some of those things and then decide who you want to reach out to, um, to spend time with them. And, uh, and I wouldn't take it personally if people don't ask you because they probably think I've asked them a ton of times and they never come. Well, guess what? I've been with my kids all those times. Now I'm not, now I need, right. now I need a place to go. So be brave. People aren't going to say no to you. I also want to say, you know, for me, as anyone listening, if you've been following us for a little while, you know, I'm super amicable with both of my exes. So my first several holidays um, alone weren't even really alone. I ended up 
if my parents didn't live close by, they were back and forth between Jersey and Florida. So like if my parents weren't around for a holiday, I would spend it with my ex and his family and my kids. And part of it was because it just gave me the excuse to be with my kids on a holiday that maybe I wouldn't have been. And I think that I've always felt strongly for myself and for my situation that it has benefited my kids to see us be able to all still be together during happy times and, and occasions and, and, um, and holidays. But my point is to what TH just said, be brave. Listen, if you have an amicable relationship with your ex, whether you have the kids for the holidays or whether they have the kids for the holidays, or if you don't have kids at all, you know, if you are still friendly with them, I don't think there's anything wrong by saying, what are you doing for the holiday? Because they may actually be in the same boat as you. And if you get along well enough, that may be a nice way to spend the holiday. I I Mm -hmm. spent my last um, set of Jewish holidays with um, my first ex-husband, Darren, and my kids and his parents and his sister and her mother-in-law. And like, I was really, and and his girlfriend, that's right. And his girlfriend and his kids from another woman. I was so happy to be there and just be included as part of the group. And for some of the holidays you that knew I knew it was going to be a welcoming group. So that's, that's all I just want you to be aware of. Like if you have an ex or someone else, just make sure that you're going to be comfortable with. Yes, you should. Right. I would. Yes. Yes. But I, I'm just saying like, I wasn't too proud to call him and say, can I come? Right. And I, and I also am not too out of touch. My second husband, Leo, like his whole family lives in Canada and it's not always easy for holidays and stuff like that for him. So I still invite him to every holiday and I'll continue to do that. And sometimes he usually says no, but I want him to know that like, he still has a place to go because I know what it's like to feel lonely on the holidays and other times too. And I don't want anyone else to have to feel that way. So I just want you to know that you're not alone. Like we've all been there. I, my first holiday, when I'm with my kids for the holiday, it doesn't matter to me because my ex wasn't really at many holidays for the last several years of our marriage. So I was used to being like a lone soldier with my three kids and going to Florida to my parents. We'd always find a place to go. Um, But my first Thanksgiving without the kids was the same year that I separated. Oh, no, it wasn't. It has to be the second year, uh, a year afterwards. And I was dating somebody who I just really wasn't interested in. Um, And he invited me to go with his family. And so this is another note to self. I didn't like him enough to go with him and his family. I preferred to be alone. That's a sign. So I, it was hard, but I like set up my movie plan. I also had a book on the side. I had a full bottle of wine and I just was not thinking about it being a big, and you know, it's so hard, like Thanksgiving and I'm sure Christmas, like those big family holidays to be alone really sucks. And, and the truth is I could have gone to my brother's in-laws. I had a few other options, none were local but they weren't of interest to me is all I'm saying. So I picked to be alone because I knew that I didn't wanna be in any other environment. I didn't want people asking me questions. So I was just gonna fill the day and my movie lineup, by the way, was totally tearful. So I just felt like this is a perfect reason for a pity party. You're gonna mope and cry all day long. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm thankful that I have a day where no one's bothering me and I can line up beaches and terms of endearment and Rocky all in a row. Turn on the waterworks. So just the long and short of it is it's all hard, but it won't be so hard if you do what you think is good for you. You can't go wrong. And now there are podcasts and all this other stuff and live events and music or whatever. You can pretend a concert that night. I mean, you could do anything. You could I, be at a Black Friday shopping. Like, right, totally. I mean, and let's also really like from the from the very first day that that Darren and I split up, I remember always saying to people, the upside of divorce that nobody talks about is that that ha- depending on your custody, mine's 50-50, half the time you ha- you are you don't have to have your kids and you don't have to feel guilty about it because that's just what the custody arrangement is. So right. you have half the time off. Right. So look, yes, holidays can be lonely, but for a lot of people out there and even like STH was just saying, right? It's like, make the most of it. Just because it is a holiday, if that's not, if you don't want to have to celebrate it in a certain way, maybe you never even liked the holiday traditions you were doing. Like take advantage of being on your own. Go get a massage the night before, like, you know, get your nails done or go shopping. Hot cooks, obviously, based on our suggestions of what we do. But if you are then cook all night long. Make or order food. in. Blast the music Get in the that food house. you want. I'm naked. Right. Whatever. But, but in terms of actually making try, trying to make plans far enough in advance. So, you know, Teach and I knew that our first year, New Year's Eve, we were going to be alone. We didn't know whether or not there was a possibility that one of us could be dating someone, but we decided very early on that regardless. <laughs> we were going to be together. We were not going to leave each other alone on New Year's Eve. And we booked a reservation kind of so long ago at a place called the Pink Elephant, which I had never been to before. I don't remember whether or not you had, but I it sounded like it might be fun. And we totally got dressed up and we went out and we were like, we knew that we would be disappointed. Like no one even spoke English in there. It was so not our crowd, but we didn't even care. We just wanted to be dressed up and be out and feel like we were out for New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is always so anticlimactic. I feel like it's so over-dramatized. It's never as fun, in my opinion, as you think it's going to be. So we just wanted to be able to say we went out New Year's Eve, that we had a plan and that we went out. We weren't just sitting at home feeling sorry for ourselves. And then the next day I was so hungover that I just felt sorry for myself the whole next day on the couch. But but also, you know, remember, just like with anything else, society makes such a bigger deal out of things than they need to be, like divorce, like everything else, like a wife should be this, a husband should be that. You be what you want to be. You do what you want to do. Book a trip if you have the money. Save the money so you can go on a trip and get out of Dodge if you don't want to be local during the holiday or take a drive somewhere like I love when it's gorgeous out just to go take a drive. So on Thanksgiving, whatever, it's a lot of traffic. So maybe take a drive on a less traveled road. But, you know, there there are just so many options of things to do. Go to a museum. The movies are out. People are going back to the movies. Like do a double header. You know, there there are so many options of things to do on the holidays. I also want to say, like, pick your battles. I said this in a video on our Instagram for Halloween. Like, 
you know, generally, if you are in a situation where you have kids, you have worked out to some degree in your custody arrangement, how you're dividing up the holidays. It could be something like, you know, maybe you're Jewish and your spouse wasn't. So every year they're going to get Christmas because they actually celebrate Christmas, you know, or like I said, for my, my family goes away every year for Thanksgiving. So I get my kids every year for Thanksgiving, but be honest with yourself about holidays that actually matter to you and holidays that don't matter to you. And like pick your battles and don't go balls to the wall over something that isn't as important to you when you have bigger fish to fry down the road. Like some of the Jewish holidays are important to me. Passover is generally very important because it's an opportunity to go to Florida and be with my parents. So like I'm going to push harder for Passover than I am maybe like for Yom Kippur. Or I was saying in the Halloween video, I'm not a huge dress up costume person. So the idea of Halloween with my kids, like it was always cute to see them dressed up and I was happy to participate in that. But like Darren loves trick or treating and he loves getting dressed up and he lives for that shit. So you know what? Go be the parent to, to dress up with them and go take them trick or treating. They can come back to mine afterwards and help hand out candy. Like, be honest with yourself about the holidays that mean something to you. Think about who you can be with if that's what you want to do. And think about whether or not it's worth having a fight over a holiday if it really isn't that important to you. One other thing that I really want to bring up is if you do have kids and you don't have your kids for a certain holiday, don't make them feel like you're going to have a problem. Like yeah. don't don't let them worry about you. Be like, guys, I got a whole plan. I've got two pounds of popcorn. I got three movies lined up. I'm so fine because they're going to have angst that mommy's alone and we shouldn't be here. You know, it's not fair or dad is on his own and it's, it's not okay. And so that is really a hard thing to do. If you do have children, you have to have a, like a tough upper lip and just have that conversation. And then you can go cry after, or you can cry before, or you could scream all day long when you don't have them, but make that conversation. I'm so fine. Love you. Yeah. Have the best time. I'm so fine. If you want to, you can call me, but don't worry about me. I'm or tell them you're going somewhere that you're spending it with someone else. I mean, I just love that point overall. Don't let your kids feel bad for you. Don't make it any worse for them. Everybody's going through different things. That is such a great point. Thank you for saying that. It's so true. Don't make your kids be upset about where, where you are, who you're going to be with. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, oh, all right. Well, holidays. Yep. I like to shop till I drop, but don't spend too much money because we're talking about finance. Also. Yeah, that's coming up soon. That's right. Exactly. But enjoy your holidays. Reach out to us. You can always ask us anything for tips and, and, and other ways that we got through things. We're always happy to talk. You can find us obviously here on Instagram, um, on the website. So feel free to reach out and share and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the ex-experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.